Hi, and thanks for tuning in to a special episode of The Loop Podcast, focused on the OnePlus band. I'm Mickey, Black Forest Ham on the forums, and I'm going to be your host for this one. I've got two fellow Writers Club members with me here. Let's have a quick roll call, guys. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Siddhesh. Uh, you may also know me as Razor228 on the forums. Hi, my name is Akash, and I'm known as Batman360 on the forum. Great. So to preface all of this, all three of us are part of the Accessory Testers group, and we've had some time to use and test the band, as well as submit bug reports and feedback. Guys, I'd like to know what your experiences were like with the band. So Akash, why don't you walk me through a normal day with the band for you? Feel free to go into as much detail as you want. So first of all, uh, when I wake up, I wear the band and uh, I go to shower. And uh, when I, I like to listen to music when, I, uh, when I'm showering. So uh, I control uh, the play and pause functionality from the band and skip the songs from the inside the shower so I don't have to come outside and uh, grab my phone to change or skip the track. So that's good. Then after that, uh, I try and meditate at sometimes like uh, 5 to 10 minutes. So there's a breathe functionality in this band, uh, which is pretty useful. It is like a simple Zen mode. And after that, I don't do much of the workout activity. But in the evening, I uh, go out to play like basketball or cycling. So I turn on the tracker and uh, I just go ahead. Uh, but the basketball option is not uh, available. So I just select free training or pad burn. So that it tracks the the statistics accordingly. While testing the band, actually I slept with the band like for two or three days, and it uh, tracked the activity tracked my activity sleeping activity really good. There was uh, nothing uh, like a buggy sort of experience, but it was a really good experience. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Sadesh, what does a day with the band look like for you? Okay, uh, I usually have my band almost twenty four hours a day. Oh, so you do all the sleep tracking and the whole deal, huh? Yes. I prefer having it track my sleep and everything so that I know uh, I get a rough understanding at what time I wake up and everything. And one of the features that I liked in the OnePlus band is the alarm functionality. So I'm quite used to, you know, setting up uh, alarms and getting up on time. And earlier, I used to, you know, set up alarms on my phone and what used to happen is you know uh, because of the loud noise everyone in my house used to get up and they used to know that my alarm is ringing sometimes i skip through the alarm and i sleep through it okay so that's when the alarm goes on and on and i forget if there's any alarm <laughs> okay, because i do not usually get to know that the it's ringing uh, but with the band you know it's right on my wrist and it vibrates okay so so it's i very quickly know that something is going on and i need to wake up okay that's a very good sort of thing that you know i get up in the morning and it works very well and with a alarm clock on my device i used to you know skip through the times and i used to forget that i have to wake up at this time but uh, with the watch on my hand now i usually wake up right on time when the alarm is set and then you know i start with uh, going for a short walk for an 30 minutes or so and then uh, usually I try to do some workout and then sometimes if I have some time before I start my work, uh, I go for a short cycling ride also. That's how usually my day goes and then I also wear the band uh, throughout the day. So, you know, I get uh, reminders to get up, do some stretching in between. If I've been sitting for a lot of time on the chair, I get up, uh, do some bit of stretching and then get back to work. Wow. So you guys definitely lead a 
fairly active lifestyles. Uh, for me, I wake up in the morning to an alarm I've set on the band, and I totally agree with you, Sadesh. I found somehow a vibration on the wrist is much more effective at getting me to wake up than even a phone speaker at full blast. And then I get a look at the sleep tracking on the app. Uh, somehow it feels quite rewarding to see that sleep quality score rise, almost like gamifying sleep. Anyways, after that, I track my workout, and although I'm not really watching my weight, I think the duration, heart rate, and calories burned are a good indicator of how hard I'm actually working, or rather if I'm slacking off. Uh, throughout the day, you're right, it's pretty passive and decently functional as a watch, although I think the reminder to get up every hour is a very nice touch, especially when days are spent at the desk meeting and working online like we are now, I guess. So let's talk about the design. Personally, I think it's sleek and the little ridges echo the design of the bumper case edges of the OnePlus 8 series. Do you guys like the look of the band and the hardware itself, or would you have preferred a different direction in the industrial design? Oh, uh, I prefer the design. You know, uh, you know, I do not have you know very large wrists or so. Uh, the Honor band, you know, it kind of uh, the display kind of wraps around my wrist. Okay, so it you know gives it a look that the display is quite larger than it actually is. Well, with the OnePlus band. It has a short display. You do not have a home button or such. Uh, you know that that's present on the Mi Band or also on the Honor Band. It gives a quite smaller look, but the display seems fairly large enough. And one of the things that I do not like in the design per se would be the charging mechanism. Yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with you there. Yeah, the charging mechanism is quite fiddly. I find it you know uncomfortable you know to remove the device to charge it and it's quite difficult to pull the device out of the charging mechanism as well since i have the honor band you know i have a sort of a comparison you know uh, the honor band does not have a charging mechanism which wants you to remove the whole body of it but that's what it is this is a first attempt so you know maybe you can give it a pass mm -hmm. but i feel you know with the competitors improving their charging mechanism uh, OnePlus should have done something, you know, take a learning from them and incorporate something which with a magnetic connector. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have simplified things a lot. Uh, what are your thoughts, Akash? Uh, so, yeah, first of all, the thing people will notice in this band is the bezel. So when I opened the uh, box uh, and took out the band, I saw this huge, massive uh, box thing like uh, inside the band, which was act actually the skin and the rest was the bezels. So the bezel thing is a, a negative point for me and uh, if you see MI Band 5 or any other band uh, which doesn't have uh, much of a bezel, they seem pretty nice. Like uh, if the, the, they have AMOLED display and uh, also they are bigger in uh, size. So it's pretty cool to look at and the readability is very good. But in this case, uh, OnePlus is marketing like uh, they, are showing a, they are showing photos in a black background. So the bezels aren't uh, pretty uh, visible to them. When you see it in a white background, the display is, is uh, really small. But I like that it has an AMOLED display. So it is quite bright at uh, in the outside environment. So display visibility-wise, I don't have any problem. But yeah, readability-wise, I have the problem in this one. And as Sidesh said about the charging mechanism, uh, I second that. When it was the first time when I was plugging it into the charger, it was really difficult to plug in and plug out. So I messaged the product manager saying uh, what if it will break or not while doing that. So he assured me that it won't be breaking anytime soon. So I was pretty rough after that with this. 
I just took out the band and just plug it in and plug it out. Yeah, the charging dock is fairly primitive, and I guess the first few times using the charging base, for me, it was pretty jarring to snap in and almost difficult to get out for, you know, I kind of feared breaking it. But after a few uses, it seemed to wear in. Either that or I've just gotten used to it. Anyways, uh, let's talk about battery life and charging speed. So having originally boasted a two-week battery life, though I'm sure on fairly conservative settings, I'm interested to know what mileage you guys are getting and on what settings. Uh, yeah, if like uh, if you are you guys are uh, using the band uh, with nothing on, like no hard tracking on, no SPO2 level uh, tracking on, then you might get an average battery life of 10 to 11 days. Like I've been using with zero tracking off, but a workout of almost approximately one hour every day. But if you turn on the SPO2 level tracking while sleeping and also the heart rate track, tracking to set to every six minutes. So that might drain the battery in approximately five to six days. So it doesn't last that long if all the trackings are on. So, but uh, the band charges in like one hour or so, even less than one hour sometimes. So that's pretty good that uh, you have six days of battery life and just one hour full charge. Yeah, that's great. Well, how are you faring with your band, Sidesh? Yeah, so I particularly go with uh, everything on. And as you know, I wear my watch 24 hours a day, almost 24 hours a day. So I'm averaging somewhere between around 9 to 10 days uh, with the heart rate tracking on for every six minutes. And usually my SPO2 tracking is off. And I think that's, uh, you know, decent battery life for something like that. But uh, the Mi Band and other competitors, you know, they have a fairly a better battery life. My Honor Band 5, you know, gives me a better battery life. But, uh, you know, there's not much to do with the Honor Band. So, uh, you know, the tracking and everything is quite similar. But uh, I think, uh, you know, for someone else, you know, you, you can get in uh, more battery life if, you know, tweak the settings and so. Uh, personally, mm -hmm. uh, I prefer having, you know, devices with uh, more battery life because uh, that's the, one of the main reasons that I used to find it difficult, you know, while I was having a smartwatch that I needed to charge it every two days or so. But uh, there was one thing that I particularly liked about the Huawei watch is, uh, you know, it had a watch-only mode. No, it which made it basically like a fitness tracker you know that it allowed me to track my steps and display time so with that you know i used to get around 14 to 15 days of battery life uh, with just a fitness tracker kind of functionality wow well that's better than i'm getting for sure i think i i've been using the watch on max settings pretty much and i remember having to charge it every i guess four to six days or so However, I don't find that to be too big of a deal. Coming from wearing normal watches habitually, it seems to be far less of a hassle than putting it on and taking it off daily. Of course, you're right, Sudesh. It's not the best showing compared to other smart bands on the market. So let's move on. I think you're both familiar with the functionality of the band and how it's come a long way since the early testings. Are there any issues you're still encountering with the band or any improvements you'd still like to see? Uh, so uh, right now, if you... I tell you the bugs of this band uh, there are some bugs like if you start the workout uh, sometimes the band lags actually the screen goes black and uh, after one to two minutes it again resumes from the same point so the, but this is like just uh, 10 to 20 percent of the time but rest of the time it's fine 
the interface is a, uh, is a bit laggy in between like uh, when the charge is around uh, 15 to 20% of the band the interface get a little laggy but uh, when once you charge it it is as crisp as possible and sleep tracking has some issues but uh, i guess it will be fixed in the future update yeah let's hope these bugs get ironed out for sure any thoughts sidish so earlier sleep tracking was kind of you know non existent kind of thing uh, <laughs> you know it used to work it was kind of a hit and miss thing okay you know it used to work sometimes and sometimes it didn't used to work okay i had a lot of issues with it earlier uh, it never went past the 60th minute mark for me sometimes sometimes you know it never recorded that i slept so <laughs> it's like you were abducted during sleep yes and you know kind of there was irregularities in it so every 2 or 3 minutes or so you know the band used to cut off and it does not used to you know recognize that i was sleeping now i don't know if it's just me that you know i used to move around in sleep while sleeping uh, but uh, later on that i recognized that is just the band you know there was something faulty in it uh, with the sleep tracking and everything and you know uh, later on i also found out that my you know i used to wear my band a bit looser okay so that because of which you know the heart rate tracking used to stop in between and the contact was lost because of which you know, sleep tracking was not so accurate for me uh i switched the way how i wear the band you know i turned the tracker upside down and tying the strap in a different way than i used to and it's been quite good uh, after since i done that and maybe it's because of the ota also update that came in right after i made the switch uh things have ironed out and i can see that sleep tracking is pretty much accurate right now oh, that's great to hear so to address the elephant in the room moving on there's quite a bit of negativity floating around the fact that it's borrowed hardware from the apo band but hear me out i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing so the hardware is already great for its price and i think the bigger picture here is that with this move it's a budget friendly and low risk foray into a broader oneplus ecosystem of sorts and a step in the right direction any opinions on using oppo hardware sidesh uh yeah i kind of do not have any issues with you know using a rebranded product also because you know i know this is you know just oneplus testing waters with a fitness tracker you know gauging how the demand is for a particular fitness tracker you know if going forward if they want to uh, you know invest money in research and development to pr- produce another fitness tracker you know to you know go ahead and compete with the top fitness trackers like uh, fitbit garmin and etc you know they need to first gauge how the audience is reacting to their first product in it yeah absolutely what are your thoughts akash would you have preferred a completely homegrown oneplus product instead or do you like the way it is currently uh if you want to hear my opinion i don't think they should have launched the band at all they should have directly gone through uh, to the watch cuz the band market is really huge right now and uh, mi is far ahead of oneplus also realme is uh, getting uh, like neck to neck trying to get neck to neck to mi their huawei bands and all but uh, yeah i don't think uh, oneplus should have uh, introduced its band to the market as right now there is a whole uh, whole lot of negative uh, wave like uh, it's not a oneplus band it's like oppo band or the app does not feel oneplus it feels like a, a color os app 
and many more things like uh, it is it yeah it truly does not feel like a OnePlus product uh, and uh, I still stand by my case that uh, it shouldn't have OnePlus shouldn't have launched its OnePlus brand and directly moved to the watch. Yeah, I I totally understand your perspective, and I'm sure a lot of community members agree. But what I think is somewhat overlooked is the effort that's gone into localization. I, I'm sure you both remember the very haphazard early versions of the app with broken translations that would have otherwise been unsuitable for an English-speaking audience. With the release of the OnePlus Band, I think it's effectively just brought a China-only product worldwide. So I think we've covered a lot about the band as it is right now, but I remember seeing not only bug reports, but plenty of feature and design requests in the accessory testers chat. So let's sum that up. What would you like to see most in the next generation of the OnePlus band? So the same thing, uh, thinner bezels, as thin as possible, better battery life, uh, better tracking, and uh, Right now, that uh, the pill between the band uh, seems a little thick. It can be thinner, and uh, yeah, the Pogo pin charger. They should uh, move to the magnetic pin chargers, so that would be easy to charge and uh, really feasible. More uh, workout features would be really good. Like they are right now 13, but uh, like basketball, cricket are not included as much. But yeah, these are my few of the. Changes that I would like to see in the second generation. Yeah, those are great insights. How about you, Sidesh? Yeah, so I would like to see, you know, a better build quality as such. Uh, something and something not uh, rebranded itself. You know, something that has seen a lot of research and development go into it. Um, I would like to see a much better screen with, a, you know, a good screen size as well. You know, there are other bands like the Galaxy Pit and everything, uh, which have using the same kind of form factor, but they have a, a bit of a larger screen. Uh, then I would like to you know see much better accuracy in terms of sensors and everything. And also, you know, if the band can have inbuilt GPS instead of you know relying on the GPS for the device itself, so that would be much greater and much you know better in accurate tracking in the location as well. So you know sometimes. Uh, while I'm using my band while tracking my cycling, sometimes there's a loss in uh, kilometers and so because uh, when I use my smartwatch, I can see the tracking is kind of accurate and there's not a lot of difference in the kilometers that I've covered. Okay, so I think a uh, you know a inbuilt GPS would kind of solve the problem, and also as you know everyone else has mentioned, a better charging mechanism so that you know. There's not much of a hassle while you have to charge it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good point. I, I'd be excited for that for the second generation because, uh, you know, the longevity of popping the inner part out, um, you know, it, it, it remains to be seen how strong that's going to be over time. Personally, though, as a basic user, I think the low price point's already an important feature that's included. But beyond that, I'd love some way to control it without the display, like auxiliary buttons or a crown of some sort, just for when hands are wet or dirty. So I think that about wraps up our talk about the OnePlus Band today. Thank you guys for your thoughts, and thank you OnePlus community for listening. We'll catch you up about all the new happenings in the tech space next time in The Loop. <laughs>